you need a way to systematically create those new relationships. And so you've probably already got some relationships with people. So you just go have those conversations. That's easy, right? But it's how do we continually go find people with those relationships? You're listening to the Authority Builder Podcast. I'm Steve Gordon. For the first five years, this podcast was known as the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. The episode you're about to hear uses that name, but don't worry, you're in the right place. Same great content, new name. Enjoy. Hey, friends, it's Steve Gordon. Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. I'm excited to be back here with you. And uh, this is part three of our series on modern referrals, how to really get back to creating an effective referral program here at the start of 2022. And uh, no matter when you're watching this, what I'll share with you is that these are really timeless principles. That's one of the reasons that uh, I wrote a book about it. Um, and we invest so much time and energy in it is because these are the things that if you do them consistently, they don't go out of style. They don't put you on a hamster wheel where you know there's a, a new algorithm update and it somehow breaks the process. So they're really good foundational things for your business development. So in part one of the series, and if you missed that, you can Go back and watch it um, on our YouTube channel. You can listen to it on our podcast. Uh, you can find links to all of that at unstoppableceo.net. Just go to the podcast tab. You'll find it. Uh, but in part one, we talked about some of the difficulty with kind of the traditional approach to referrals and why the old approach really creates a lot of barriers to driving the kind of referrals that you want, the number of referrals that you want, the quality of referrals that you want. And what ends up happening, because there are those barriers in place, most people just end up hoping that their clients will somehow introduce them. And they don't really have a plan in place to, to make that happen. And so uh, we covered that and what to do about it. In part two, in the last episode, we talked about how to use your ideas and leverage those ideas and use them as really the thing that can go kind of captivate the market and can really en enlist your referral partners and your clients in the mission that you're on to go out and help the people that you're trying to help um, and how to do that by packaging up your ideas. And so we talked all about that in the last episode. And that's really one of the keys to reducing the risk for your clients in referring you. And it's really a, the key to unlocking lots and lots of referrals. So go back and watch that if you haven't. Today, what we're going to talk about is how to create an ever-expanding referral network so that um, you can overcome this objection that always comes when marketers talk about referrals and they always trash referrals because everybody knows referrals are great, but most people aren't doing a very good job with them and most people aren't doing them in a way that scales. And so we're going to talk today about how to keep growing that referral network so you never run out of sources of referrals. And we're going to talk about how to strategically grow it so that it's got scale. And I think that word scale is really relative because, you know, we work with a, a lot of professionals and for them, sometimes one perfect client a year is, you know, some something that represents phenomenal growth. Sometimes it's, you know, five a month or 10 a month. It, you know, we're not talking about needing thousands and thousands of customers. And so I think 
you know, this, this word scale is thrown all around, uh, you know, and, and all the business literature and all the, the videos that you see on YouTube. And, you know, it's talked about a lot and that's great if you're selling, you know, a, a software or a SaaS product and you can legitimately go get, you know, virtually an unlimited number of customers, you know, within a given time period. For most service-based businesses, there is a finite limit to your capacity to deliver. And so you're really only looking to, you know, create enough demand so that the demand is slightly in excess of your capacity to deliver. And if you keep the demand always in excess of your capacity to deliver, which is fairly limited, then it means you have pricing power. It means you can charge premium fees. It means that you'll sleep better at night. And so what we're going to talk about today is how to create that kind of scale. And, you know, for a lot of people right now, they're thinking, God, I got to get, you know, ads going. I need to do something. I, I, I just can't, you know, I can't seem to get over that volume hump. And when we talk to them, what we find most of the time is that they don't need that much volume, but they need a little more than what they have now. And this is really, if you're in that boat where you're looking to get somewhere in the, you know, single digits to maybe the the dozens of clients a month, this might just be the only approach you'll ever need. And if you think about the implications of that in your business, if you find an approach that works, um, and what we're going to talk about today is is going to be one approach, but a diversity of lead sources, which is what you want in your business. You don't want to be reliant on one source of leads ever. This gives you that. So it's it's one method to execute. And at the same time, you get a diversity of lead sources. Now, with advertising, you don't get that. So with advertising, you know, if you want a diversity of lead sources, you need to master Facebook ads and you need to master YouTube ads and soon you'll need to master TikTok ads and then you'll need to master the next platform's ads. And you've got to be able to do all of that to have that diversity of, of lead sources. And, and referrals aren't like that because it's based on human nature and you're dealing with individual people who are going to, you know, introduce you to the, the people that, that they know. And so each of those sources as you build out that network, gives you a lot of strength and diversity, uh, which is really, really important. And it also helps you build scale over time. So, so let's get into it a little bit. So we talked last time about packaging up your ideas and the very best way to package your ideas, kind of the gold standard package for an idea is a book. And again, if you haven't watched that, go watch it. Um, and so we're going to kind of go through today with the idea that You've identified some really good intellectual property, some of the stuff that you share with clients. You're going to take that, you're going to package it, and you're going to package it in the form of a book or maybe a presentation, you know, which might be delivered as a webinar, might be delivered live and in person. And so you want to go into this knowing that that's kind of the assumption. It's like, we know that you've got some ideas and you've got a book um, or you've got a presentation. And you're able to go out to your clients then and say, you know, hey, Bob, hey, client Bob, last time we met, you were telling me how great it was that you've solved this problem that we've been working on together. And I'm I'm just super happy about that. I'm really happy that that you found good results. And, you know, I'm on a mission to help people like you solve that problem. And you know, I've been working on a book or, you know, I've put together this presentation, you, you know, tailor that to, you know, whatever you've got. And, um, I've put together this book 
And I'm really excited about it because it's going to help educate people who are at the exact position you were at before we met, where they've got this problem and they don't know what to do about it. And I want to help them see like what the different paths are to solve their problem so that they can, you know, take action and move forward and, and get resolution. And, uh, and so that's why I wrote this book because it's going to allow me to get all of this wisdom that we've developed over the years, all this experience that we have and get it out to more people than I could ever see, you know, in, in the course of a hundred years. And so it's really, you know, I'm just fired up. I'm on a mission to get this out to as many people as possible. And I need your help. You know, people that are in the same boat and they need to read this book. And so what I'd like to do is find a time, if you're open to it, where we could sit down and brainstorm together who might be a really great fit to get this book as a gift from you. Now, that's a totally different way to approach the referral conversation than your clients leaving a meeting and you hit them up in the doorway and you go, so do you know anybody that needs to buy what we do this week? And you might word it nicer than that, but that's the way the clients hear it. And they get cornered and that's when you have a client just drop into the witness protection program and they stop, you know, they just stop communicating with you. And we don't want that. So with, with this new approach, because we've created this great asset, this information asset that's easy to share. Okay. And it's one of the reasons I really like books because they're really, really easy to share. They're not threatening at all because you're not there. You know, you're a scary salesperson. And so if you're showing up as a part of, of this package, that's a little intimidating for people most of the time, you know, but the book has no such risks with it and, um, and makes it really easy for people to share. Now, the second best way to do it, if you don't have a book is with a presentation. And so you can put a, a really great presentation together, deliver that as a webinar, deliver it in person, do it as a lunch and learn all kinds of ways you can do it there. Doesn't work quite as well as a book but still works pretty well. And it certainly works better than the old fashioned way of doing referrals. So that's the approach. So now we just need people who have, you know, networks or audiences of, of the type of clients that we want to attract. And you have those people already in your network, you know, and you have clients who already have those people, you know, within their networks, they know those folks. So now it's a matter of having that conversation with your clients and then, you know, figuring out, the mechanics of, you know, having them send the book out or you send the book out on their behalf. Um, lots of different ways to do it. We usually look at, you know, as we're advising our clients on how to do this, we tell them you really want to take a very one-on-one -on -one approach with that. Whatever the, you know, the referral partner is comfortable with is kind of the method that you want to use because you're going to their network and they need to have confidence in the method. So, Today, what I want to focus on is how to grow that network, okay? So now that you know the approach, now it's just a matter of like how many relationships can I build where I'm talking to someone who has a group of people that could really benefit from what I'm doing. And, you know, if I'm going to fulfill my purpose in this business and in the world, it's to get in front of as many of those people as I can with my most persuasive ideas and help them. And, you know, I always tell our clients, you've got to approach this with purity of intent. 
You have to approach this from the perspective of, I'm going to put these ideas out there. And I know that it's going to resonate with enough people that I'm going to get more clients than I ever imagined. And I can tell you that that's the truth uh, from my experience. So you have to approach it from that perspective. If you go into it thinking, I'm going to put this out there and I want to get you know a one-for-one back, it's not going to work very well. Um, and frankly, your, your clients are going to smell that, you know, coming down the street and they don't want any part of that. But if you can sell them on being part of a mission that is somewhat of a selfless, a selfless mission where you're trying to go and help a group of people with the information, the ideas that you've developed over time, you know, yes, you're going to get business out of it. Everybody knows that everybody knows it's also a marketing tool. You know, your, your clients, your referral partners aren't stupid, but if you approach it from the perspective of, I want to get this out and help as many people as I can, I know I'll get more than my fair share of business back out of it, then um, you're going to be really, really successful with it. Okay, so now how do we get more of those conversations? Well, you need a way to systematically create those new relationships. And so you've probably already got some relationships with people. So you just go have those conversations. That's easy, right? But it's how do we continually go find people with those relationships. And particularly now as businesses starting to lose a lot of the geographic limitations that we had before, this has become more and more important. So uh, my go-to tool for doing that is a podcast, just like the one you're listening to now. So I like to use a podcast because it gives me a place to invite somebody new and host them and edify them, which is going to make them like me. That's just the way it works. I mean, if you go back and read How to Win Friends and Influence People, the number one way for uh, you know to be interesting to other people is to be interested in them. And so I really like a podcast for that. I first discovered this back in 2012. I started it. It was another podcast um, back then, but I interviewed 50 marketers around the world, around the world. I'm in little tiny Tallahassee, Florida, Yes, we're the state capital, and maybe you've heard of us because of uh, you know Florida State University. But other than that, there's not a whole heck of a lot here. And I tell people we're on an island, not an island surrounded by water, but an island surrounded by a forest. It's two and a half hour drive of forest in every direction but south. And you go south and you hit the, the Gulf of Mexico. So we're kind of in the middle of nowhere. And there's a relatively small business community. So I figured out that I needed to be able to expand beyond, but I really like living here and we've got family ties here. So I didn't want to go to some bigger city and uproot, you know, my wife and kids and all of that. That really wasn't going to be an option. So how do I get out to a bigger market? You know, I can't go, I mean, I could get on an airplane back in the day, you know, 12 years ago when I started the business, I could get on an airplane or get in the car and drive around and do all that. Well, I found that it was easy to identify the type of people that I wanted to be in relationship with, who I could collaborate with in this way. And if I had a podcast, that gave me a media platform where I could invite them and say, you know what, I've got this thing and we've got an audience and it was a pretty darn small audience at the time. It didn't matter. Nobody ever asked me, how big is your audience? And I'd love to interview you about the, the stuff that you're doing. And people say yes to that. They love doing that, right? Um, and so we've had on the podcast, we've had New York Times bestselling authors multiple times. We've had, you know, business celebrities, speakers, you know, you name it. 
we've been able to get just about anybody that we wanted simply by asking and and sending the invite out. In fact, our clients that we help, you know, when we help them produce their podcast, we've had clients get, you know, big time business celebrities just by sending an email, you know, because it's an opportunity for that person to promote themselves. And so everybody, everybody thinks, Oh, I got to have a big audience to, to go do that. And the truth of the matter is you absolutely don't. What most people really understand about coming on a podcast or any other media opportunity is it's not so much the exposure that you get when the thing airs, but it's what you do with that recording, that marketing asset afterwards. And so um, and I've, I've had, you know, I had to learn that from some of the, the bigger name folks that came on our podcast. Um, you know, I'd ask them, well, I'm really grateful you're here. You know, we don't have an audience the size of yours. Why did you show up? And, you know, it, it was really educational to learn that, you know, they wanted the recording. They wanted to be able to say, I've been interviewed 150 times on all these different things. And they would use it as evidence of their expertise because they're being interviewed by somebody who appears to be in the media. And nobody knows how big the audience is. It just allows them to have somebody to play off of. So they're not giving a monologue. So, you know, it just, it's a great opportunity for people and smart business people recognize it, which allows you to open the door with virtually anyone and start a relationship. Now, the other thing that I found is that it's a way better way to start a relationship than doing old-fashioned networking. I used to do old-fashioned networking all the time. You know, that's how I build up my referral network locally. And, you know, I was a member of a networking group and involved in the chamber. And, you know, I I had a, a half a day a week that I would basically sit at a coffee shop table. And every 30 minutes, I'd have a new referral partner coming in and I'd be meeting with them. And, um, you know, we'd have these little coffee dates. And what would happen invariably at the end of those coffee dates is that we'd both kind of go our separate ways. And, you know, it always ended with something like, oh, we're really looking forward to having a great mutually beneficial relationship, which meant nothing. And then I wouldn't hear from them again for months, if ever, and probably only if I stimulated the reconnection. Um, but very little productive came out of that. What I've found with the podcast is that it is a tremendous time saver. I can get more done in four meetings, four interviews in a month, which allows me to publish a weekly episode to the podcast with the connections that I make there. And the reason I get more done is because I'm working with people who understand how to promote themselves, which means they're going to help. They're going to understand better how to promote you. But I'm also, um, because of the environment that I'm bringing them to, you know, they're showing up to, to show off, you know, to talk about what they do. They're bringing their A game. And you know what? I'm showing up because I'm going to be on, on camera or on audio. So I'm bringing my A game. And we got two people, two smart people, both bringing their A game. Guess what? You get a way better outcome out of the whole thing. There's different energy to it. And they walk away being far more excited about what to do next and how to, how to collaborate going forward. Um, and you've been the one to lead that first collaboration. You're kind of giving first in this relationship without you having to go and chase down a referral for them, you know, because frankly, you're referring them to 
your entire audience, even that if that's only 10 people, right? And so from that standpoint, it, it's always worked far better. So I stopped doing that one-on-one networking. I mean, if I want to network with somebody, I want them on the podcast first. And I just find that that works so much better. So now I've got a way where if I do a weekly podcast, that's 52 episodes a year. And that gives me the opportunity to create 52 new relationships. Or maybe I go back and interview somebody that I've interviewed before because I want to deepen the relationship a little bit. But I've got 52 you know, bites at the apple there throughout the year, which is going to allow me to really build a super robust referral network and an always growing referral network. Now, there are some great byproducts of that because now I also get all of my my kind of top of mind drip marketing done because I'm doing these interviews and I don't have to write a newsletter or do anything like that. I just show up and talk with people that I wanted to meet with anyway. And we record it and the byproduct of that now becomes kind of the basis of a lot of our other follow-up marketing. But it just, for me, it's been a huge, huge time saver and allowed me to grow that network and level it up consistently over time. So that's my go-to tool for continuing to grow the network. Now, once you've connected with somebody and let's say they've got a, a network of people that you want to be in front of, that's where you can have that conversation that I went through at the beginning of, of today's talk and really trying to enroll them in that mission that you're on. And you'll find that most of the time people are really receptive to that. And the reason they're receptive to that is because it allows them to give some value to their network or to their audience and give that value without really doing any work and without having any risk. And so I find people are really, really open to it. And that can have profound impacts to your business. So when I wrote my first book, Unstoppable Referrals, which is what all all three of these episodes are based on. So if you want to know how to really do this, go get Unstoppable Referrals. Um, You can can find links to it on our website, unstoppableceo.net. It's on Amazon. Um, And so go get that book. Um, it'll, It'll lay all of this out. And when I wrote that book, I had interviewed on a podcast 50 experts all around the world. They all had audiences that would be great for me to be in front of. When I wrote the book, I said, hey, I've got this book coming out. I would really appreciate it if you'd be willing you know, to help me get this in front of as many people as possible. I think we've got a, a new and, and unique take on how to do referrals. And out of the 50, 15, so you know, a, a minority of, of that total number, only 15 said, yeah, I'll be happy to help you. And they did. Well, those 15 people profoundly changed our business almost overnight. You know, I wrote this book. I didn't know what it was going to do. I had no idea how many copies we'd get out. You know, the average number of copies that um, are sold for for a nonfiction book is like 300 copies. I mean, that's not very many, you know. And so my goals kind of going into this was like, I just want to be better than average, you know. And uh, those 15 people emailed out and we had, um, in short order, over 5,000 people get a copy of the book. That changed our business profoundly. You know, going into that, we had a database, like our total universe of of prospects uh, was right around a thousand. And we go through that process and launch it. And, you know, we had 5,000 people that almost overnight, big impact to the business. We doubled that year and we doubled the year after. 
And so I'm not saying that's going to happen for you, but it could. And, you know, we, we just had a, a client kind of soft launch their book just to their existing clients. And just because now they've enabled their clients now to share them, they're seeing all kinds of benefits from it. It's been less than a week. Um, you know, they're seeing new business opportunities. Uh, their clients are using it as a training tool with their people. So it's, it's kind of reinforcing the need for the client to stay engaged longer. Um, it's doing all kinds of things. And I was talking with this particular client yesterday um, and he said, you know, it's, it's really astonishing. And I wasn't quite, I wasn't quite ready for this. Didn't expect it, but the boost you get to your personal brand when you tell people you have a book and they haven't read the book. (laughs) He said, they don't even know if it's a terrible book, you know, and it's just the fact that you've written the book just takes you to kind of another level of authority and esteem. Um, And so, and that helps as well. That helps drive the referrals as well, because people want to be associated with, with successful people. And if you've written a book and you're an author, it appears as though you're very successful, right? So, you know, people want to be a part of that. All of these things play together. This, you know, if you take this system apart, the parts don't work very well. They certainly, you know, you're not going to get equal results out of them unless they're part of the system as a whole. And that's why I really recommend you listen to all three of these episodes and go get the book. But what you want to be thinking about doing is how can I create an easy to execute mechanism so that I'm always expanding that network? And for me, that's where the podcast comes in because I know we're going to do four a month and I'm going to knock those out in an afternoon. And then we already know what the follow-up looks like after that, you know, to have that value conversation as we call it to, you know, create those referral opportunities. Not everybody wants to be a part of it, but more uh, do than not. And we've created partnerships out of that process that we go back to year after year after year. You know, I've got one uh, one colleague that where we've cross-promoted one another. He'll share one of my books. I'll share one of his books. And we've done that now for seven years in a row. And that's been a hugely valuable relationship, all because of these little things. You know, we're just sort of thinking ahead about, okay, if I'm trying to get, you know, the eight ball in the corner pocket, like what needs to happen between where I'm at and that goal to make it happen. So you want to be thinking about how do I get that network to expand? How do I make it something that happens automatically? Podcast is a great way to do that. And then, you know, what do I have that I can share that's going to be easy to share so that we can get multiples of referrals, you know, and I can, you know, people knock on referrals all the time. They're not scalable. Well, if you do them right, they actually are pretty darn scalable. You know, I know a lot of people who are trying to run ads and they're, they're happy if they get thousand leads a month from ads and they spend a lot of money to do that with a small investment of time, you can achieve very similar results without all the uncertainty and complication of ads. So, that's the third kind of leg here is you've got to be able to build that network so that it's continually growing and that you're creating these opportunities for what I call massive referral events. Um, and, and if you're doing that, you may not need any other promotional method at all. And uh, that's a great place to be in because then you, you got just a few moves to make. You don't have to do anything complicated. So anyway, 
Um, go listen to all three of these episodes if you haven't um, and put them to practice. They will help your business. If you need help implementing it, we're here. And uh, my team and I are happy to help you out. You can reach out to me, Steve at unstoppableceo.net. Let me know you watch these and that you want to find out more about how we can help. Um, we help entrepreneurs write books so that they've got that packaged up uh, idea. And then we help them really run their podcast so that it's all hands off and all they have to do is show up and talk, which is what I like about my podcast because I've got my team there. All I have to do is show up and talk. So you get the same team I use. And we also help with the strategy of how to approach your market using the unstoppable referrals method. So um, if if that's something that's going to drive you forward and you need some help with it, uh, reach out to us. We're happy to help. Um, I hope this has been a valuable series. Looking forward to getting your feedback. Um, and if you put some of this stuff to use and you have a win, I really want to know that as well. So again, send me an email anytime, steve at unstoppableceo.net. Until next time, stay unstoppable. Thanks for listening to the Authority Builder Podcast. Here are three ways you can expand your authority. Number one, get a copy of the Million Dollar Book. In it, I show you how to multiply your authority by writing a best-selling book in less than 90 days guaranteed. After all, you're the best spokesperson for your ideas. Go to authoritybuilderpodcast.com slash book and get your copy. Number two, join me for an upcoming Write Your Million Dollar Book Accelerator and let's jumpstart your authority building book now. For upcoming dates, go to authoritybuilderpodcast.com slash accelerator. And number three, Work with me and my team to get your book done and bring in business. Email me at steve at authoritybuilderpodcast.com and put, I want to write a book in the subject line. See you soon.